0: Hello and welcome to the debut episode of Two Kids and Not Counting. My name is Parker. I'm here with my wife Alexa or Lexi. Whatever you want to call her. Depends on if you know her and how you know her. Um, We have two kids, Addie and Theo. We are starting a podcast because we're in quarantine. And if you don't have a podcast, then you're living in the wrong century. And we thought we'd join the train. So we are going to start today with kind of just getting to know us if you're lucky enough to be listening i'm sure you want to hear all about us otherwise you wouldn't be listening or you would have already turned it off so i'll have Flexi jump in here and give, give us a little bit more information on why we're doing this
1: um so we're really doing a podcast because my husband didn't really touch on this too much but we are 22, and I'm soon to be 21 years old. Um, like you know, we do have two kids. My daughter is two and a half, so that would mean that we had our daughter at 18 and 19 years old. So we clearly took a little bit of an unconventional way of life um, that a lot of people probably don't take in our day and age, especially like our parents and stuff. That's not heard of. You you don't get pregnant before you're married, that kind of stuff, and. So we just have had a lot of crazy stories and a lot of stuff that we can touch on that maybe a lot of people can't touch on, and then there's also going to be people that can heavily relate to it, and we want to be able to, you know, kind of be that source for people to come to to realize, you know, you're not in this alone, and there's someone else that's walked your shoes, and, you know, we just want to make sure that people can hear our story.
0: Yeah, and we'll get into all the juicy details of what it's like to have had the kids as young as we did because they are only 18 months apart, so... Exactly, uh, almost. Yeah, so they, they're they little, we're young, and every day is a roller coaster. Uh, we're going to start today with a little bit of a Q&A. Lexi put it on our Instagram, so some people that know us have put in some questions, some questions they want to hear an answer to. So we're going to start off with that. Um, we're going to start it with our family life, which is, uh, like I said, a roller coaster, first question I see here is are you planning on having more kids you can take that one
1: (laughs) so yes and no I guess would be the correct answer um no in the sense of biologically we do not plan on having any more kids snip snip Was that necessary?
0: It was fully necessary.
1: Okay. Um, anyway, we have decided that the two kids that we had, our own, are beautiful. They're perfect in and out, and we could not be blessed with anything better for children. We have a boy and a girl, and that's all we really wanted was just one of each, and we got that right away. So biologically, no. Um, now, there was a piggyback question to this that was talking about like adopting or fostering um, I'm not really sure why this question was asked and why people really think about this, but it is something we've thought about. Um, we've definitely thought more about the fostering side of it just because, you know, the views my husband and I have in life is we definitely want to help any kid that we can that, you know, is in life that didn't get a family and didn't get lucky enough to have that loving relationship with their parents. And we want to help kids have that. So, we definitely will do a foster to adoption program potentially in the future. Uh, we don't have a time frame on that, and probably won't for a long time, considering our youngest is 13 months old. But it's definitely something we thought about, and I think it would be really good for that.
0: Yeah, and all these questions—they're going to be a little bit shorter answers. We plan on having more episodes. We will dive into things in a little bit more detail as we go. Um, don't want to use up all the content episode one that would just be stupid yeah and
1: this is kind of just like our intro like just briefly get to know us and then if you guys are like oh hey can you talk a little bit more about fostering then we'll definitely talk well we can allocate an entire episode just to that and that kind of stuff so we really just want to kind of give you a brief overview of our life and then we'll go into depth as we go
0: so next one do you ever plan on moving your family to a new state you can go ahead that just depends on jobs. We are mm-hmm. both in pretty stable, very stable jobs. Um,
1: but, you know, we'll talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we'll,
0: we'll get into that, um, our work-life, that work-life balance. But really, that's what it's going to come down to. Um, we live in Arizona right now. Um, it's hotter than... Bleep. <laughs> hotter than shit. Um, it's an explicit podcast. You click that button, right? Yes, it okay. is an explicit it's podcast. It's hotter than fuck out here. <laughs> Might as well go all in for it. Um, fuck 120 degrees, and I hate it. But in December, it is still, what, 70s?
1: Yeah. Which I mean, is
0: great. For so, context,
1: it's April 23rd, and it is... this Today, it got up to 94 degrees. It's On April
0: 23rd. It's already. 730, the sun is down, and it's still 88 degrees outside. Yeah. <laughs> for those of you that don't live in the goddamn desert, that's what it's like.
1: So, anyway... The answer would probably be anytime soon, no. But do we enjoy living in Arizona? No. Not in any way, shape, or form. The mountains are nice, but I can move somewhere that actually has all four seasons and still see a mountain. And Parker and I do not like hot weather. Neither of us like to be sweaty. Neither of us like to be hot. And we live in somewhere where you're always sweating hot. So that sucks.
0: I sweat when it's not hot. So it's just <laughs> it's a bad combination. Um, so that was a really long way of saying maybe. I hope you enjoyed it. All right, so next topic. Oh, that's a big word, sex. All right, what is sex like after kids? Um, I'm a guy, so either way, it's 90 seconds of the same thing.
1: 90 seconds, (laughs) okay.
0: (laughs) Might have been generous. (laughs) Parker (laughs) Williams. One full legal name, okay. Um, (laughs) They're going to find out who we are eventually. Probably. Okay, you go ahead and take this one. So what is sex like after kids?
1: This is actually a really popular question. I probably get this question anytime I do a Q&A. Um, and I normally don't answer it because it's such a personal topic, but it's a topic that nobody talks about. And it's such a thing that needs to be talked about. So I'll do it. It's scary. It is so scary. Honestly, for me having sex after you get cleared by your doctor I you know we waited the six weeks to my doctor cleared me and that first time was honestly scarier than losing my virginity I kid you not like I was fucking terrified to have sex after I had my kid um after Adeline because everything is just I mean, you, you know, the, the way they tell you to picture it is that you're squeezing an entire freaking orange out of one side of your nostril, one singular nostril you're fitting an orange out of. So, you know, for context, that's, that's what vaginal childbirth is like. And I did that twice. So, um, yeah, everything expands and then shrinks and then it's just really scary. But the first time it hurts like hell, I'm going to be super honest. It hurt worse than when I lost my virginity, um, it really, really, really hurt the first time we had sex after Adeline. And it was really this was just the first time that it hurt, and it was fine from there. Um, but it's like, I feel like, I don't know if, if Parker has this perspective, but it's kind of like relearning your body because it changes, but it doesn't. Like, you think that it's going to change so much after you have a kid because you literally push an entire human out of your vagina. But it. <laughs> Sorry, was that blunt? (laughs) No. But it doesn't. It really doesn't. Like, that whole, oh, you're too loose and you're too tight. Like, no. People that think that are immature, stupid little assholes, if a guy ever tells you that you're too loose, you can tell him to fuck off because that's not a thing. It's scientifically proven that that's not a thing. You're not just looser or tighter. Like, that, that just... No. And having a kid, it may change the way you feel to a guy. Again, I don't have a penis, so I can't touch on that subject. But... For me, it didn't change anything other than you kind of just have to relearn <laughs> the ways of sex after you have a baby. And you have to wait, like, six weeks. And some doctors, you know, non-doctors, but some women towards the end of their pregnancy are so uncomfortable that sex is the last thing that they want to think about. Because just the <laughs> you already have one human inside of you putting a second one there? Mm-mm, no. So, <laughs> you know, it can be, like... Two months more that you haven't had sex with your significant other, which sucks. But, I don't know. Did it change for you?
0: It really didn't. Um, I think, fortunately for guys, if it's not a scheduled C-section or a scheduled induction, one urban myth of sparking labor is sex. and It
1: can work. It's It doesn't... It doesn't put you into, like, into active labor. So the what people think sex does is put you into labor, which it doesn't. It softens your cervix to help you dilate and help you become more effaced. So yes, it can help start the process a little bit, but it does not put you into active labor. It, it helps get it going. And that's why doctors say like, yeah, have sex because semen itself, actually it, it ripens your cervix, which is what helps you start to dilate because you get softer like a softer cervix
0: okay that's really scientific
1: but that's just what i mean like but
0: yeah um so i i think for guys the biggest thing is going to be that time that you're waiting because i mean really after waiting that long it's and most likely it's if after having a baby, someone that you're in at least a pretty serious relationship, I don't know. We're married. That's not... We were
1: married before we had Adeline, yeah. so...
0: Yeah, we got married... What was that? 18 and 19? Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah, you were 18. We
1: got married August 4th, and we had Adeline August 27th. So yes. we were married for 23 days before we had a baby, and we got... um Courthouse We eloped. We,
0: eloped. <laughs> we did, yeah. It was cute, though. It was cute. Um... But, yeah, we've, I think we've touched on that one enough. It's
1: and another thing you can always think about, too, is in the guy's perspective, it's it's hard for guys to wait that long, and that, that's not me saying like guys were pigs or anything like that, because it's hard for anyone. We are. Um, I, think it's, it, I think it's not as hard for women because they're scared. Um, it's the aspect of being scared to have sex again that, that makes them not necessarily want to have it again, um, right away at least, but for guys, they don't have that. So, you know, you just have to be, if you're you have to be there for them in that aspect, which is weird to think like I have to be there for my husband because he can't have sex with me even though I just had a kid, but like it's, it's something new to him too. So you need to both, he needs to respect that you're not ready and you haven't been cleared by a doctor ready. And you also have to respect his side of things that this is all new for him too. And you know, maybe in your relationship, you've never gone six weeks without having sex. And so that's hard for guys. I mean, it'd be hard for a girl too, if it was, if it was switched around and, say a guy had a major surgery and couldn't have, have sex for six weeks. Like, you know, nothing happened to the girl. So they're, they're going to sit there and crave it and they can't have it. So you just need to have respect for both sides because both sides are going through something totally new and it's, it's going to be hard on both people no matter what. And just because the women went through childbirth doesn't mean that they're, you know, they have any more of a right to not want to do it than a guy. So
0: no free ads, but that's what porn is for.
1: Oh my God,
0: Parker! What <laughs> I said no free yeah, ads. Anyway, okay, we're gonna move on. Um, when
1: do you have time to have sex?
0: Well, fortunately for us, our no, kids are let's,
1: yeah,
0: our kids are very good sleepers, so we're not a good example of this. I know there are kids out there that literally
1: don't sleep that just
0: don't sleep for whatever reason. I mean, I, I will say for us. We it wasn't without a price. I mean, we we sleep trained pretty diligently. Mm-hmm. So,
1: three months with Adeline, 12 months with Theo. Yeah, 12 months with Theo because he has some pretty serious health conditions that we couldn't sleep train him. Yeah,
0: he can't cry for too long or he'll just
1: pass out. Yeah,
0: that's that's a Well, yeah, we'll <laughs> touch on that. That'll be an episode or five. <laughs> um, but.
1: Did you forget
0: what you're saying? Yeah, I did. It's fine. You were talking
1: about how our kids sleep really well, so we can have sex when they're sleeping.
0: Yeah. Okay. We'll leave this in. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, our kids—they're just really good sleepers. So we—I mean, Addie sleeps what, twelve hours? Theo sleeps eleven hours at night. So.
1: Oh, that's a lot of sex. <laughs> yeah, it,
0: it's it's at least like twelve hours divided by. Okay. Anyway, we're moving seconds. on. Okay. It's at we're- least twelve hundred rounds. <sighs>
1: Guys, get Um, yourself a man that can last longer than 47
0: seconds. You said guys, get yourself a man. Oh my god. (laughs) I mean, it's okay to be gay, but...
1: Girls or guys.
0: Whoever. Whichever.
1: Get yourself a man that can last you. Yeah. Not saying Parker can't or can, because I'm not going to talk about that because that's really personal. Um,
0: Again, no free ads, but Roman Swipes are a thing, too.
1: Anyway, okay. Roman Swipes. How often do you have sex? So this has changed a lot in our relationship. Like, I feel like when we were dating, it was, it was more frequent. Wow. More frequent. And then when I was pregnant, it slowed down. After we had Adeline, it slowed down. It sped up a little bit before we got pregnant with Theo and then slowed down. when I was pregnant and slowed down after. So it's just, I feel like it just kind when of quarantine changes. quarantine happened. But we have really, and again, this is such a personal topic, but I feel like people are really scared to talk about sex. And I don't know why, because it's, it's. It's a normal human thing. It's what we have those parts for. So um, now that as we've gotten older and kind of more mature and kind of learned what sex does for your relationship, like sex isn't just for pleasure of you and your spouse. It it actually it helps you like not have frustration and tension with each other. Like Parker and I would build up like I feel like sexual tension towards each other if we'd go too long and like we didn't really understand why we were just like irritable with each other for no reason. And then we kind of figured out, like, hey, like, sex is there to give you that connection and kind of give you that relief and, like, give you that connection with each other in such a, a way that no one else can give you.
0: side relief. Like. And
1: we, since we realized that, um, we just, we've gotten along so much better and we just make it a priority to give ourselves that time so that we can be better for our kids and not get in arguments. And it's, it's really done a lot for our relationship.
0: I would agree. Yeah, she she hit the nail on the head on that one, so I'm not even gonna add to it. All right, so let's see. Looks like we had a few work questions. Where do you work? I'm not gonna tell you that, um, <laughs> but we both work insurance, large in, for a large insurance company. Um, luckily in Arizona, there's a ton of those, so good luck with that. I'm um, figuring that out. Just stalkers, um, but yeah, we both work insurance. It's the stereotypical sit at a desk. Take phone calls. <laughs> Take phone calls, bang your head against a stall door during your lunch no, kind of uh, thing. No, it's really not that bad. I mean,
1: to piggyback it, it, it kind of goes into, like, what is your career and do you like it?
0: It It is a career because the company we work for, which is great. I mean, our, our company is awesome and they provide great benefits okay. and we are compensated well for what we do. Um, but it's, I mean, it's like any other large company. I mean... It's got its downfalls. Yeah, it has. I mean, ultimately, there's an agenda with what they want to do, and there's things that you don't always love, but that it, it comes with the job, and ultimately, the, the, the pros outweigh yeah. the cons. Yeah, um, and you have
1: to think from their side of it, too, is that they're a large corporation that, you know, they need people that are there to work and to make money to run the company. Yeah. So... You know, they they need you to do your job and they, they need you to be there to do your job. And sometimes you can't be there to do your job and that's kind of where big corporations and families butt heads. But I, I feel like they do. They do a very good job about managing that. They you do. know, there's always going to be Especially in our situation with our kid being sick, you know, we, we had to miss a lot of work when we were going through that. And so it was frustrating for us because we didn't want to get penalized for our kid being sick. But at the same time, they can't treat you specially because then they have to treat everyone specially and they can't afford that as a company.
0: Yeah, especially um, with participation trophy culture. Everybody's got to <laughs> be equal and even and blah, blah, blah. If I offend you, that fucking sucks. Um, but back to our job. <laughs> <Well>.
1: <laughs> we both work insurance claims. Um Parker works auto accident claims, so when people are stupid and can't just fucking not hit each other's car, it's really not that hard. Um he works those claims. Cars. I work homeowners claims so like if your pipe breaks, freezes, bursts, which my job is a little less frustrating, because most of the time it's out of the person's control, so I really just want to help them as much as I can. However, in my side of the job, there's a lot of stuff that we don't pay for, because I'm not going to pay for it. something that broke and caused damage to your house. So,
0: we both have very frustrating... Well, I think that's one of the toughest things about insurance, is people just don't really get it. Yeah. They take out a policy because they have to. We send you a 40-page book that says, here are the rules of what you just purchased. Terms
1: and conditions. And
0: No one reads it because why would you unless you work the job, which makes sense, but then people don't understand it. And when you tell them word for word, (laughs) hey, that big book we sent you, it says this. So no, I'm not going to pay you for that. And then they start using their sailor mouth and that's when it gets interesting.
1: (laughs) It's definitely been hard. Um, I love learning the insurance world and I started in auto and I moved to homeowners and it's been. <laughs> you did not just do that.
0: <laughs> Continue.
1: Booger <Continue. laughs> <We're> just <laughs> next to the most. <laughs> massive booger. I thought it
0: was going to be little. Just why would you say that? Okay. <laughs> fuck me.
1: <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on. Um, do you enjoy your career? Or do you want to do something different? I don't want to do anything different. I like the company I work for. You can move up easily as long as you work hard and you show them that you're good at what you do. You'll get where you want to go. Um, now Parker may have a different opinion. I know there's other things that you'd love to do with this life. But for me, the job is a job. It's a career for me. But you know, it's it's something I'm, I'm just going to go and do every day until I can retire. And that's it for me. I, I don't really have any desire to to really change what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. I mean... It's so hard to step away from a company like that. I was in the medical field before I went into insurance. And as weird as this is, I fell in love with eyeballs. I worked for an ophthalmologist and I worked with old people and it was the strangest thing ever. But eyes are literally the most interesting thing in the world. I'm probably a psychopath for that. It's probably going to get me on an FBI watch list, which is fine because I probably already was. (laughs) You've seen my browser history. Um, No, Um, I
1: just,
0: we'll ignore that one.
1: I don't search our browser history. I'm not like one of those crazies. It was a
0: joke. It was, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to that. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I mean, I would love to get into medical school and stuff like that, but that is expensive. And we
1: also have two kids. Yeah. yeah, We have two kids.
0: Yeah. So, um, I like to think that maybe one day down the road I'll, I'll pursue that. But in all honesty, the company we work for makes it really hard to step away. So it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, um, And I do. I enjoy what I do. It's it's entertaining. Um, like I said, the Sailor Mouse, some people don't like it. I mean, I can see not enjoying getting yelled at, but man, does it make they go by fast. It's really entertaining.
1: Yeah, um, and, and another thing you have to think about is that they just simply do not understand insurance. The majority, I would say 95% of the people I talk to, do not understand insurance in the slightest. And so it coming from their perspective, it would be so hard oh, yeah, to that, be told no for something that you just don't get and I, not, not being relevant. able. Yeah. And not being able to understand like, cause in insurance we have insurance lingo and obviously we're told to, to speak and kind of like a talk to them like they're a kindergartner because they don't understand the lingo you're using. They don't understand those words. And so we try to do that as much as we can, but all in all it comes down to the exact verbiage of the policy and, it, people don't understand it. It took me forever to understand what those words mean. <laughs> There's just so many words that you never hear unless you're in insurance. And so it's just, just – it's, I can see it from both sides. From my side just being like, I mean, I'm telling you straight up, if you literally turn to this page of your policy, it's going to say exactly what I'm saying. So, like, I cannot do anything for you um, in that aspect. But also at the same time, it's like, I feel you. Like, I've been there. I get it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that I think we exhausted work. Like Ugh. I said, we'll dive into this stuff. I don't Believe know it or I'm not, we're going to do in the whole episode on work. <laughs> I stress enough about work. At well, work. <laughs> we got to have content, baby. So true. We'll figure it out. Money, money, money. How what much do money do you make? I'm not going to tell you that either. Um, like I said, we are compensated well for what we do. Um, that's all you need to know.
1: Yeah, um, we make enough money to live. In one of Comfort- a really expensive area. Uh, Arizona is expensive. Like yeah. if you compare it to where we're from in Nebraska, it is so expensive. Like the house we live in in Arizona, the the rent we pay for our house here would be like $500 cheaper in Nebraska. So it's just
0: a cost of living thing. It, it, it is yeah. what it is. But we were able to live comfortably and have some pretty nice things. We yeah. drive nice cars. Um, that's all you need to know. Um, and our kids expensive. Yes. Well, it depends. It's a very select few things that just fuck you up the ass. Um, yeah. for lack of a better term.
1: Like daycare, I'll tell them this, just like, if you're needing a little bit of birth control, let me help you out here. Our daycare costs us $2,000 a month. Two thousand dollars a month. A month. A single month. So take two thousand times 24, 12, grand, a 24 year. grand a year.
0: It's an out of state tuition at a state mm-hmm. university? Yeah. Roughly. Yep. Every year. Yep. For each well, no, that's for both kids.
1: It's horrible.
0: It's very expensive. It's just
1: one of those things that they know that everyone that works needs and so they can charge the shit out of it and they're gonna keep doing it. And I think it's incredibly fucked up that companies do it and come after me with a knife if you want to, but it is so horrible that they take advantage of parents because there's so many parents that don't make the enough money that we do to put our kids in this super nice curriculum-based daycare and they have to put their kids in a daycare that they may not feel comfortable with because These large corporations are just fucking assholes and make you pay $2,000 a month for daycare. It's horrible. I hate it. I wish we didn't have to put our kids in daycare, but, you know, for the place we live, it's just not suitable for us to not both work. So, and I'm going to be straight up with you. I don't really like being a stay-at-home mom. Like, (laughs) I love my kids to the ends of this earth. I will do anything for my kids. But I don't really want to be home all day, every day with them screaming at me. I just don't. I mean, I would if I had to, and I did it, and I loved it when I did it. But work is kind of just like that break, which is, it's not a break, but it's just
0: like a... But it is a break, though. Yeah. Like, even in quarantine, like, where, I mean, working from home, not having that that drive to listen to music or broadcast, or I I know I listen to podcasts pretty much 24-7, but you mostly listen to music, but I mean, that's... It's time that even though we work at the same place, most of the time we drove separately. And like just the, that the <laughs> that time to just like, even though all we're doing is driving, it's just you. It's and quiet. it's quiet and it's just delightful.
1: And even you know when Parker and I drive together to work, because if we have the same schedule, which we kind of do right now, even though we're working from home, if we weren't working from home, we would carpool together because in arizona there's an hov lane which is a two plus lane um there's a a lot of traffic in arizona so if you can if you can ride in that hov lane you're gonna ride smoothly and so fast so if we can ride together we can or if we
0: (laughs) can we do if we can we will
1: um but even just like when it's just parker and i in the car and there's no kids yelling at us and screaming it's just it's a good time for us to just talk like we just without a kid in the middle of our sentence saying, Mom, dad, mom, dad, I want this, I want that, I want that It's just like a you know, a silent time for us to be able to just connect again and talk to each other and just have that that time to just us without, you know, the whole sex part of it because you can't do that all the time, right?
0: Depends. <laughs> um Yeah, so that's that is that. The other oh that, all we tell on was daycare. Um the other thing is the hospital bills,
1: just medical bills in general.
0: Medical, yeah. that's I think that's the biggest thing, and that's that's another one of those like I, I don't want to say fucked up system because it's not a totally fucked up system. It's kind of a system that the medical providers and the insurance companies have kind of butted heads for so long, and they each just want to stab each other in the back again and again. And then it just resulted in these really, really inflated costs of services that is fine when it's covered by insurance, but if you, if you end up in a situation where you run into something that's not covered, you're paying, they, they don't adjust that price for you. Yeah. And you just take it up the ass and you say, thank you. Yeah. And
1: it. A big thing is too is you don't really realize that, that hospital bills for kids are expensive until you have a kid. I mean, obviously the the bill from being in the hospital, just having the kid, is expensive. But we didn't ever really experience much with Adeline going to doctors. I mean, we had a few here and there where she had a few a few problems that we had to see some doctors for. But it it all ended so quickly. It was like a one and done thing most of the time for her. And mm-hmm. but with Theo, you know, like we said, he just he has problem after problem and. Obviously, there's nothing he can do or we can do to prevent that. But because of it, I mean, we spent upwards of sixteen thousand dollars in medical bills in 2019 alone, um, mostly for him. So yeah. I, about I would I would say probably about seven thousand of that was mine. No, five thousand of that. Yeah. Probably about five thousand of that was my medical bills from having him in 2019. Um, Parker literally did not go to the doctor a single time in 2019, so none of it was his. <laughs> and a small portion was Adeline's most of hers was well visits that were covered completely by her yeah. insurance. But just the, the utter fact that we spent $11,000 on his medical bills alone in 2019 is just, it, it kind of shows you what it's like when you have a kid that has health issues Yeah, and there, there's families that spend way more than that. Cause there's families that their kids have way bigger issues than our kids do. And my heart goes to those people because I mean, you guys are, just, you're so strong if, you guys have a crazy, crazier situation than ours. and I don't know if I could ever be in your shoes. And you're, you're amazing. Yeah, I can imagine.
0: Uh, but yeah, those. I mean, really, the, those are the two like big, big guys. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, as
1: long as you have like a Diapers, wipes, yeah.
0: stuff like that. I mean, it's it's stuff that fortunately you can buy in bulk. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and I mean when they're li- really little, you have. Kind of want to be picky on brands, Pampers, Huggies, the the big name brands, just because they're so new. But eventually, I mean, ultimately, there's most kids are going to have pretty tolerant skin, and you can go to a Target brand or Costco brand or whatever, yeah. and and they make it really yeah, cost effective that way. Yeah. so stuff like that, it really isn't that bad. Um, formula sucks if if they have a stomach problem. That was that was really Addie's main problem. Is we had we had to buy a really expensive formula. Um, but... She couldn't digest the proteins in milk. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah, so, I mean, so that sucked, I mean, it was, like, $200 a alone in formula a month. Okay, so it really sucked, didn't it?
1: Yeah, plus daycare. No, she wasn't in daycare. Yeah, she was, because I was working.
0: She was in and out until yeah. she was one. Yeah,
1: we kind of... I went back and forth between working and not working. Um, not because I didn't, like, like my job or anything, but it was just... I, I felt guilty not being home with her, which... I shouldn't have, but I did. And, you know, but so I, I kept going in and out of the workplace to, to take her out of daycare and just be home with her full time. And then I would, you know, I would crave that break of just, even if it was just a part-time job, like, you know what I mean? I never had a part-time job, but that would have just fulfilled my <laughs> desire for that. But we've been on this topic
0: forever. Yeah. So we'll, we'll put Harper on that, um, Christianity or faith, religion, whatever you want to call it. Are we religious? So. I think the short answer is yes.
1: The the more, I guess the bigger answer is Parker was raised like strictly Christian. Um, his family went to church every Saturday or, oh my gosh, every Sunday he Sunday had to, he you know, read night. the Bible. He went to youth group, all that stuff from, you know, the second he was. And I don't know when your parents started doing that. If they've always done it, I don't know. Oh but, forever. I
0: wasn't yeah. like the so, baby Sunday. So school he class. was
1: raised Christian and like he was you know, I don't want to say that was forced upon him, but that's he didn't have a choice. For me It was forced upon me. My family isn't not religious. They just we just didn't really go to church. Um I was my mom is was Catholic growing up and so I was baptized me and my sister were both baptized when we were like three, six, nine months old. I, I don't know, before we were one. So there was obviously some religion there, but my my parents never forced religion on us. It was kind of what we decided to do. So I, myself, in eighth grade, decided to get myself into Christianity, and I started going to youth group and church and that stuff with friends that went to the same church, and they kind of brought me into it. And I chose myself to, you know, indulge in that aspect of life, and I, I chose to kind of give myself to God when I was like eight in eighth grade and you know, it's filtered through life because I feel like when it's not forced upon you, I just wasn't able to learn as much as a lot of people do when they're forced into it. Um, But we're both religious. Yes. But I think we're both religious in very different ways, which is just, it's fine.
0: Yeah. It's, we, I mean, we, we try to go to church and with the particular situation, watch church when we can. Um, I mean, obviously, like you said, we both work, and I. There, the kids are in daycare all week. I, I just there's a certain level of guilt that I feel like we have those two days of just us and them that to go on Saturday morning and drop them off for two hours with somebody else that they don't know. It makes it tough. Yeah,
1: like, I, it, I think it's been the biggest thing about us not going to church is that we just feel so guilty already. You know, and Adeline, I think Adeline would be fine now because she would actually get to be in like those little like cute groups that they do with the kids, where they would like do fun activities and like teach them about God. But like yeah. when with Theo, he would just be in like the nursery, and he would just have to chill for two hours and not know any of the ones in there, and he'd do it once a week. And after he's already gone to daycare five days a week for eight hours a day, so it's it's just a guilt thing for us. We feel bad putting them in a daycare again okay. after they've been in daycare all week.
0: Yeah, so it's, we're figuring it out. It's one of those things. We
1: definitely want to do a video, or a video, oh my goodness, a a podcast about Christianity and faith and kind of the way that it's different for us because there's a lot of things that, like, we both mostly have the same views on everything, but he knows, like, I could ask him, hey, what does the Bible say about this? And he can, like, cite, like, what exactly the Bible says about it. I could not even do that if I tried. So it's just kind of cool that, like, We both have a lot of the same views, but we also can both kind of touch on, like, hey, there's this question I have about Christianity, and we can both give our own opinions on it and, like, what we've learned about it, and I think that'd be a cool video if you guys listen into it, Kind of, like, how... how A podcast, yeah.
0: On how we differ in faith. We vlog, too. We try, at least. We used to vlog a lot more. We'll probably try to do that a little bit more. Maybe. Um, If people like this, I am going to be selfish, or not selfish, what's the word? Fat-headed, Maybe. Say they'll watch our vlogs too. Or maybe you won't. Maybe you just want to listen to my sweet, molasses voice for 30 to 45 minutes a week. I
1: don't even want to do that.
0: Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, But it's fine. So I think that's all the questions. Um, Thank you to everyone that sent them in. Um, We sent a vote out on the name. You guys chose that. That was awesome. Um, What else did we do? I think that was all you guys got to pick, because i don't trust you quite that much um but that's i think everything we have yeah don't know what day this is going to get uploaded we're going to try to do this once a week um keep you guys updated next week i want to say maybe touch on quarantine but i feel like that's what everyone's talking about yeah i mean
1: maybe maybe not because i don't want to have people escape the quarantine by talking about quarantine
0: that's fair what do you want to talk about
1: I don't know. I'll, I'll put another poll in my Instagram. And my Instagram is um, Davis. It'll be in the description of the video. Oh, my gosh. I am a fucking idiot of the podcast.
0: It's late. It's 7.59. Oh, my God. It's late. It'll
1: know. be in the description of the podcast. You can DM me or Parker. Hayes will also be in there. Um, and you can let us know what you want to hear. Or I'll just put up a question thing on my story again and say, what do you want me to talk about next week? And we'll just – the most requested one will do. So, We'll figure it out, but we're gonna we're gonna try to do this once a week because it's fun for us. We like it.
0: Yeah, a little bit of escape, um, a little bit of human interaction, even though it's not technically interacting. It's but a computer screen. <laughs> it is what it is. I, it's all in my head. Uh, but yeah, we'll keep trying to do this. Not every episode will be so all over the goddamn place like this. We'll concentrate on on one certain topic. And we'll dive into it um, and, and give. I would what I would say is a pretty unique perspective. Um, and maybe a joke or story along the way.
1: Parker thinks he's funny.
0: I'm hilarious. He's not. I'm not that funny. <laughs> i
1: kind of an ass. Miss like he thinks he's 5'9". He's really 5'8".
0: You have to do that on the podcast.
1: I did. That was not nice.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, um, I think that's everything. Like she said, mm-hmm. instas are in the description below. Give us five to seven stars out of five. Leave a comment if you'd like. You can comment what you want us See to talk what I mean? about. He's
1: not funny, guys. Just, it's okay. You don't have to laugh. He's giving me the side eye right As now. As
0: I was saying, <laughs> five stars out of five. There you go. Leave a comment. What you want us to talk about. Tell us how great we are. That we smell good. Stuff like that. What? <laughs> That's weird. That is so creepy. Why do you keep interrupting me?
1: Why do you keep talking about really weird stuff? Okay.
0: Well, I think that's all that we have. <laughs>
1: Before we get into an argument, i just
0: yeah. interrupt you again. We'll continue this off the video, as it's, some would call it.
1: You are so mean.
0: Vicious. Okay, so we're going to wrap it up now. Don't know how to end these things, so we're just going to probably play a song here or something. What do you think?
1: I don't feel like editing that in.
0: Okay, I'll edit it in. All <laughs> right, so you'll hear some nice... Smooth jazz here for a second <laughs> and have a great week.
1: Bye, guys. Thanks so much for watching. Or
0: <laughs> you fucked that up big time. See ya.
1: <laughs> I, you are mean. Thanks for listening.
0: Bye, guys. Is that better? Yeah.
1: Bye.